You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Welcome back. Fourth down in the Steel City. Adam Crowley, Colin Dunlap. Colin, Mike Tomlin says, eh, I don't need to tell you media folks who our starting quarterback is. Maybe I've named him. Maybe I haven't. I bet you the team knows it's Mitch Trubisky, and I'm starting to think he actually told the team, Mike Tomlin, that it's Mitch Trubisky. You play in a, a little over a week against Cincinnati. They know. Don't tell me they don't know. They know. Oh, yeah. Well, answer me this, because this is something that I can't figure out. Mike Tomlin is a big noise eliminator, right? He wants to not ha- he wants to have it, or at least he wants to insulate his team from the noise. Yeah. Why would he, and I, other than a competitive advantage for the other team, which I don't think they're going to have a competitive advantage because they, they're scouting Mitch Trubisky as the number one guy. What would it do other than create a story by keeping this under wraps. Why wouldn't he just come out and name it? That, to me, would eliminate a story as opposed to create one. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I wonder if he's doing it just to play with the media. I don't know what the motivation would be there, but it doesn't seem like it serves the team. To me, if it's a college team, okay, I understand it. It happens all the time where a college coach won't release a depth chart and there's back and forth between the coaches or Pat Narduzzi says, West Virginia is going to play JT Daniels in the backyard brawl. They ain't playing it. I'll say it, but there's an advantage for, or at least there's a hope for, I guess in this instance, West Virginia that, Hey, you know what? Why tell them something that they don't need to know if they can uh, prepare for other players. As for the Steelers, are Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky that different? I mean, even if it were Mason Rudolph, they're going to be playing within the Matt Canada style of offense, and each of them has their own form of athleticism. With Mason Rudolph a distant third, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And I think I would want to send the message to my team outwardly and publicly, Mitch is our guy. Let's go rally around this dude. They're not all that... 
I don't think they're all that different. I'll tell you the one piece of analysis that I have warmed up to. And I was tepid on this at the beginning, and now I've kind of warmed up to it. And I, I look, I think Mr. Bissy's going to have a good year, and I don't think he's going to come out of the game. I think he's going to be the starter for the duration. But let's play it the way the masses want to. That Kenny Pickett is going to get this job at some point during the year, and he's inching his way toward that. And that's what a lot of people are saying. I have warmed to the theory, the working theory that people use, that it is much easier to wait and insert him as opposed to start and have to pull him out and then figure out a time to reinsert him if he doesn't do well. Like, it, it does – it serves him. It serves the team. It serves his draft point. It serves the longevity of his career. It serves uh, an ease into situation. Like, if the only danger in that is that Mitch Trubisky never sucks. And right. then it's like, why did we do this? But <laughs> I have warmed to if you're going to play it that way, that then you go ahead and it is easier to put him in after Trubisky doesn't play well than start him out of the gate and then have to take him out if, if he doesn't play well. Yeah, I buy that. I also – I wonder if maybe Mike Tomlin hasn't made the announcement because – in some way you want to you want to boost Kenny Pickett up if that makes sense not not tear Mitch Trubisky down but hey you don't name your starting quarterback lends credence to hey maybe there is for another week a little bit more of a quarterback competition or almost a nod to Kenny Pickett you know what he performed well enough that we all think Mitch Trubisky's the guy but why not give it one more week and see what these guys can do I wonder if there's any of that there or hey, maybe I'm just overthinking the whole thing. You might be overthinking the whole thing, and I'll tell you what the answer for me is. At some point, at least privately, somebody needs to be the one to start to work with the ones and game plan for week one. Yeah, right. With the Bengals. I mean, let's forget about the shenanigans about and the roster jockeying simply about designating someone. There becomes a practical game planning situation soon. There does. I mean, and you've got to like there there's always that risk of or in a quarterback battle, a real quarterback battle of if you think you know who your guy is and you're giving equal reps to two guys, you're really you're doing the team a massive disservice and you're doing it for what reason? What are you what are you trying to prove and what's the rush, especially with a guy like Kenny Pickett? They've got Mason Rudolph now, uh, who hasn't been traded. I'm wondering, Colin, he's not gonna he's not gonna get a helmet on game day, but I continue to flirt with this because they do believe in Kenny Pickett. I wonder if they had to win two games and Mitch Trubisky was hurt. I wonder how tempted Mike Tomlin would be to go with Mason Rudolph. Man. I think – do you think Mike Tomlin still likes him as much as he once did? Mike Tomlin believes, I think, in guys with experience and guys who know what it means to be a stealer. And I just – I I know that Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy that gets a helmet, and that would mean that they would trust Kenny to go in for a game, maybe because it, it would look bad if you're – First-round quarterback doesn't get a helmet on game day. But I think if they had a week to sit on it, I'm not saying he would definitely make the decision, 
But I do think if he had a week to sit on it, I think it would be a decision he thinks he has to make in his mind or one that he has to think about. Yeah, I still I still don't know if Kenny Pickett will make it to the beginning of the season. I still think they might be waiting for someone to come off of waivers to be that third guy. Honestly. You think that they might trade Mason Rudolph still before yeah, the year starts? Yeah. yeah, they might be trying to get somebody through a practice squad, waiting for somebody else to get cut. Well, the cuts are made. But they might finagle a way to get a, a, a different third guy in here, trade Mason Rudolph. I, 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 I'm not going to believe he's a third quarterback till I see him standing there in a ball cap. Do they owe anything to Mason Rudolph? No, they already gave it to him. They, Hey, listen, I've said this a bunch of times, and there are people that don't want to believe it in this town. The Steelers would not be in this predicament, so to speak, and I don't think they're in a predicament. I think they got two pretty good quarterbacks. He had every chance in the world to be the successor to Ben Roethlisberger, and he didn't grab the opportunity. Yeah. If he would have performed well, we're not here. As recently as last year. I mean, Correct. he ties the Lions. If he goes in there and throws three touchdown passes and throws for 325, 340 yards, hmm, didn't know you had that in you. Makes a tough throw here and there, even though it's against a bad team. Yeah, he had many opportunities. Mike Tomlin also put his neck on the line for Mason Rudolph with the whole Miles Garrett uh, racial slur incident. So... The Steelers have done a lot for Mason Rudolph. And here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the Mason Rudolph draft pick is a bust? Because I don't. I tell think me you, why. Tell me, you tell me why, and then I want to react to that. Yeah, I think you need backup quarterbacks, right? And I think you would rather not have to pay them a lot of money. And the best way to do that, I think, is to have one that's homegrown. Now, you have a first round grade on him or so you say, but I think that that it doesn't mean he needs to perform like a first round pick. Cause he still got him in the third round, but there's an upside play for them there. He didn't reach that, but he was a legitimate backup quarterback for them. He played 10 games. He won more than he lost and he never broke the bank along the way. Even now that dude's not making a lot of money for a backup quarterback. You got to have a backup quarterback. I think drafting one's the best way to go about it. Um, I think that the free agency scrap heap is the best way to go about it because you could pay them about the same and they're going to affect your franchise about the same. Uh, you know, I know guys get increasingly hurt and those things happen, concussion protocol, that stuff now. But I, if you want to tell me you're going to keep around a – Here's why. All things equal, I think a man that stands there in that in this particular situation, mm -hmm. a man that ends up standing there as the third round draft pick, when you have opportunities to take third round draft picks that can help you at other positions immediately or uh, for the for the future, I think it's a waste in that regard. Whenever you you could have got what Mason Rudolph did in the sixth or seventh round. Yeah, I mean, he did go 5-4-1. and one. Uh, Landry Jones had some success as well, and he was a fourth-round pick. So that, that's a point well taken. And I mean, But I don't you, disagree with you in 
He's not. It's got to be a guy you trust to help you for a five week span if you take him in the third round. And they did. Yes. Yes. And I wonder where things would have gone. And and this is all people can ever do for Mason Rudolph is play the what if game. Right. I wonder where things would have gone if he had stayed healthy in that Jets game because he was playing well in that game. He had fallen on hard times. I mean, that whole season was hard times. He was up and down. That was the best I think he had played. And then he got hurt. But you know what? We're going to stop talking about Mason Rudolph because we're not going to have to talk about Mason Rudolph much longer because he's either going to get traded or he's a third quarterback. So what the frig are we doing here? One last thing before we go here, Colin. Yes. We are more than a week out. We will do, I'm sure, full Cincinnati Bengals preview stuff coming up next week. But as – we sit here right now. Do you feel better or worse about the Steelers' chances against the Bengals in game number one than you did when the schedule came out? Better. Because I increasingly don't feel as good about Joe Burrow. And it's not because I feel much better about the Steelers. I just start to really think about it, and I do think the Super Bowl hangover is real. Um, so there's that. I also wondered from a Steelers standpoint, if George Pickens could be infused directly into being the number two receiver. And I think that in some sets and some uh, formations, he might be the number one option and he might be very good. So there's that. And I think that we're past the playing nice stuff and that miles Jack's going to be like, you know what? F off. I'm leading this defense. Like, he doesn't have to say and, and do nice things anymore. He's just going to go out there and ball out. And that's we're at a different point now with Miles Jack. Yeah, I'll keep it simple as well. I feel better about it because I believed in Mitch Trubisky, but then I saw him playing the preseason. And he just reinforced that what I thought he could do, he can do because now I've seen him do it here in Pittsburgh. Albeit the preseason, that guy did nothing to give up a starting job. That guy showed that he can extend plays, something that – Ben Roethlisberger just simply couldn't do at the tail end of his career behind that offensive line. All right, Colin. All right. I'm, I'm going to go eat some cheese. Yeah, right out of the fridge, standing in front of the refrigerator. That's yeah. the move. Don't some eat it anywhere tam. else. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll tweet out to the peeps, all you listeners out there, what the plan is for the podcast next week. Labor Day. I don't know. I mean, can we in good? I mean, can we really do a podcast on Labor Day? That doesn't seem right. No, it seems un-American. You don't want to be laborious on Labor Day. It's yeah. quite the difference of, you know, it's named Labor Day, but you want to stay away from any labor is That's the right. way that it works. So uh, we'll let you know what the plan is. We'll have two next week at some point, and we'll go from there. Colin, enjoy your vacation, my friend. Adam, I'll talk to you. Listeners of 4th Down in the Steel City, goodbye. <laughs>